following recording is Harav Benjamin Eisenberger Schlita, who came to address the Twisted Parenting Group. Approximately 100 parents came together to hear Chizik and Hadracha from the Ruf Shlita. Someone sent me this today. We invested so much time and energy into this kid. We did everything we could for him. We invested everything we had to give him the best life, the best Torah education, and to raise him up properly in the Derech HaTorah. And now we have to watch our child go in the exact opposite direction, eating treif, being Mechal Shabbos, being sexually active. Why us? Why did Hashem do this to us? I'm a million percent sure that there are many people who do less mitzvahs and more averis, and yet they have more nachas from their kids. What is this a punishment for? It's very hard to live day by day thinking that this is a kapara, and all this pain is in preparation for Olam Abba. So this is a fatzarita parent, and just looking for some kind of a direction to deal with the pain that they have to deal with on a daily basis. This is an alt shaila. Moshe Rabbeinu asked the question. Adunenu David Melech Yisrael asked the question. Tzadik Veraloi Uroshu Betoivlu There's one answer. It's in Mizma Shili Yom HaShabbos. Mizma Shili Yom HaShabbos say we see parents that do nothing towards Yiddishkeit and the whole lechtige kinder mamish ironic it's awkward they have a cold poyale oven zukt David Amelech said odomarishen already lihishom dom adayat say this again say good in them world so what it's a very short lived world tzadik katomer yifrach so if someone has a son in California, he'll explain to you what it means, Tzadik Katomar Yifrich. Spent a few days in California, I looked at that palm tree and I saw there's nothing to it. It's Pustun Leidik, it's Trikin Unishchein. And then all of a sudden you look up and you see the lush, beautiful, green Lulovi. You see the dates. He says, I don't need to see it here. I don't want to see it here. This world is a meter. You feel it with a few quarters and you get a little time. We're looking towards Netzach Netzuchim. The crying, the efforts, the challenge, the Oymedzayim Benesoyim. They're just taking the right foot and putting it in front of the left and moving forward with all the Nesoyim. That's Oilom Habu. This is Oilom Habu. My Roshiva of Kopman Zechitzarek Levrucha said, no one is punished with children of the derech, with children in pain. It's not a punishment. There's nothing you could have done that be guilty enough to ask for such pain. <coughs> and he continued and said, just like you can't explain all the good in your life and give reason for it, don't look to explain the bad in your life and take blame for it. Let's do it one more time. Just like you can't explain the reason for all the good in your life and take credit for it, so too. Don't look to explain the bad in your life and take blame for it. It's a mission, it's a shlichus. And we're here to be mamala our shlichus. There's no one greater to HaKadosh Bochum, more beloved by Hashem than a shliach who does his shlichus, with Mesiris Nefesh Kigoyin sitting in this room. The Lipshaft that the Ebeshta has to shluchit, and the catastrophe that comes from taking blame, from feeling guilty, 
Sinch can Yiddish Zach. How many Slach Lonas you find in Shmonesra? Just one. He's parked in Shmonesra. And when you finish Chalun Amabel, it's Loyach, it's Gendik. What's the next Brocha? Listen, Yiddish Amamis, what's the next Brocha? Re'ei nove onyeinu veriva riveinu. But the Shegit, he just said Slach Lono, Vinu Kichotonu. Mechalonu makeadu besachoitu pesheya. Why you asking Hashem Re'ei nove onyeinu? Because when we finish Slach Lono, it's over. Don't end it, Tzachis. And now we talk to an all-merciful HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to a Rachman, Chesed, who's not looking to take revenge, who's not looking to punish us, and we're saying, Re'enov onyeinu veriva reveinu, and rifoeinu, and borecholeinu, and tkabesh oifagodel cheilu seinu. Guilt is nishken yiddish hazach. Avol ha'sheimim anachnu. What does Yosef say? Va'ato al-teyotzvu. Va'al yichar be'neichem. Don't feel bad. Don't take guilt. Why? Sometimes in life we have to start being a little more easy on ourselves. And we would be a lot healthier in all ways. What did I do that I needed this punishment and why other people are not suffering? You joined the VIP club of HaKadosh Pochu. If he entrusted you with that challenge and entrusted you with the fact that you'll continue to live and be there for this child and for everything else in life, it's a VIP. It's a choshev a club to be in. And looking around, it's not anymore advatoire to me. It's become a reality tonight. Like we said in the beginning, the tsar is kulei kvoit shemayim. What's the pain? Kvoit hashchina, kvoit shemayim. I just want to add one thing, if I may. First of all, I'm so overwhelmed at this crowd. I, you know, in my wildest dreams, I just I can't believe. I mean, if I were looking around and I would try to guess your jobs, I would say, Koilal Rosh Hashivas, Heligan Minchin, every one of you. It's just, an, it's an unbelievable crowd to be part of. But I want to share with you a story, two stories, to answer this question that you just asked. And then it's as follows. In Brisk there was a very, very wealthy fellow and he was, gave a tremendous amount of tzedakah, Purim, everybody was by him. And then one year he lost all his money and nobody could believe it. How could this guy, how could the Abishta make that he should lose all his money? So they went to Rav Chaim Salvechik, Rav Chaim Salvechik and Brisk, and they said, this person who gave so much, how could Hashem do this to him? What's the pshat? Now, the terrets that he said is so incredible that I just want to tell you that it's in the Sefer L'Shich Sidrishu. I had to read it three times. I couldn't believe Rabbi Chaim gave such a terrace. And this is the terrace that he said. He said, imagine if somebody sends their son to college. Like, how could you believe Rabbi Chaim is talking about college? But he said this way. He said, if somebody, if, Chaim, if, if a father sends his child to college and he goes through a difficult course, a very difficult course, and he gets an A, the next semester he's got to go through another course. It has nothing to do with the first course. The fact that he got an A is not going to help him at all in the next course. He's got to take that course. It doesn't mean that the college is angry at him because they're making him start all over. It just means that's the course of life. And he said life is like a college semester or like a college degree. A person goes through different nisayinus. He said this person went through the nisayin of Ashirus and he passed it with flying colors and now Hashem said, great, you got an A, but now you got another test. And now this semester, you're taking a different test, the test of Anius. It doesn't mean that Hashem is angry at him. This is how a person goes through life. 
And I think that every single person, every one of us here, that goes through something like this, it's not that Hashem is angry at you. Hashem wants to see how do you relate to Him in this difficult time. Now I want to tell you a story about a very Chosh of a Rav who will remain un- unnamed, and maybe you'll figure it out. This Rav, who we all know, was brought a girl who could not stop crying. Now the Rav usually doesn't see 15 or 17-year-old girls, but the father begged him, I want, please talk to my daughter, she can't stop crying. And the girl came in and she asked this Shaila to the Heiliger Rav. And she said like this, two years ago I had cancer. And every single day I davened to Hashem. Every single day I davened to Hashem. I felt so close to Hashem when I was sick. And now I'm in remission. And I don't feel so close to Hashem anymore. Now, I want to feel close, but I don't want to get sick again. So why, what, what is wrong? I was sick, I felt close, and now that I got better. So the Rav and I happened to be speaking at this point, and he told me about this. And I told him, which I'm sure he said without my telling it to him, that every situation that we go through in life, Hashem wants to see how you relate to Him in that way. It's not that Hashem is angry at you. And as Rav Eisenberger just mentioned, if somebody has a child at risk, or somebody has a child that's giving them tzoros, Hashem is testing us. That's what life is all about. That's what Gullus is all about. We're all challenged. Every one of us. There's not one person in this room that's not challenged. And there's not one person in your shul that's not challenged. If you think that person has everything, that's only because you don't know what's going on in his life. So it's not that Hashem is angry at you. Hashem wants to see, how are you going to act in this? You got an A last year in the semester by the good child, by the easy child. Let's see what you're going to do now. And that's what it is. A person should never give up. If a person gives up, that's the end. But if a person tries as much as they can, and it is an Asayan, and we have to do everything within the power and the, what the Hatterim of the Torah allow us to do for the child, that's the test. We're being tested how we relate. It's not that Hashem is angry at us. We've got to go through life and pass different tests. And Mitzvah Hashem, when this test is over, then there'll be another test. And, that, and that's how I think, that's how you have to look at it. <laughs> and if you haven't figured out who the rabbi is, his name begins with an E. <laughs> this is Avi Fishoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.